You're listening to a powerful message from the Overcomers Church World Outreach. We believe the word of God you receive today will bring restoration and transformation to your life. We invite you to worship with us. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. God bless you as you listen to his word in Jesus' name. It's a good day, Overcomers family. Welcome to our midweek power encounter and deliverance service. This month is tagged for us help from above. And today we are praying concerning our careers, businesses, and financial breakthrough. Let's look, at, let's look into the world and see the foundation of financial breakthrough. What God said, what is written in the word, and what we should be standing upon. If you turn with me to Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Then God blessed them. He blessed us and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful. He saying, Produce and replicate. He said, Keep multiplying. He said, Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. That is the foundation. God had already blessed us, had given us the power to have dominion, to multiply, to replenish the earth, to be fruitful. So there is no power that can stop fruitfulness. You might say this was before the fall, but let's look at Genesis chapter 9, verse 1. It says, so God blessed Noah and his sons. Noah meaning us. Noah representing humanity. And said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. God is still saying the same thing. God is saying, be fruitful. That is, you must be in the state of fruitfulness. That means everything we do, we must be fruitful. If God has said that, no power can stop us from being fruitful. The only one that can stop you from being fruitful is you. Because the word of God, you can see the word of God has not changed. God is still saying the same thing. God is saying the same thing even after the flood. After the flood, God is still saying be fruitful. God is saying multiply. God is still saying replenish the earth. So it's, that is the word that should keep following us. That is the word we should keep turning around, around in our minds. That is the word that we should keep standing upon. That if God has said it, that is what I believe. And that is who I am. Praise the Lord. My topic today is give Jesus your boat. Give Jesus your life. Give Jesus your family. Give Jesus your business. Give Jesus everything that you have. When Jesus is calling you to give it to him, he's not asking you to give it to him because he wants to take it away from you. He's asking you to give it to him because he wants to make it better. He wants to do something with it. He wants to expand it. He wants to increase it. Because why? 
He's the only one who is qualified to say, give me your boat. Why? Let's look quickly at 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, it says, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, for my sake, for your sake, that, through, that you, through his poverty, might become rich. Jesus was rich, but because of you and I, because of humanity, because of mankind, he became what? He humbled himself and became poor. He says, so that through his poverty, through his experience, through his taking up that nature upon himself, you and I will be rich. That is why you must give him your boat. That is why you must give him your business. That is why you must hand over that thing to him so that he will be able to do what? He will do something with it. Let's look at the encounter that Peter had with Jesus in Luke chapter 5. We're looking at New King James. Luke chapter 5, verses 3 to 8. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitude from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Peter, launch out into the deep, let down your net for a catch. Jesus used Peter's boat. If you read before this verse 3, it says, verse, verse 2 said, And saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Business was over for the day. Nothing had happened. It wasn't a very successful day. But Peter handed over the boat to Jesus because Jesus needed to use it. Jesus needed to change it. He needed to increase the boat. He needed to do something with it. He needed to bring him, he needed to turn around that business. And after using it, what did he say to Peter? He said, let down your net for a catch. In verse 5, verse 5 said, but Peter answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Nevertheless, at your word in Genesis, I will believe, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 8, I will believe that I have been called to be fruitful. Nevertheless, I believe that your word has said I should multiply. It is what you are saying to yourself that is important. Because God said to the children of Israel, surely as I live, whatsoever you speak into my ears, that is what I will do. The word of God needs to be activated by your voice. You need to speak it. Because until you speak it, you will not believe it. You need to, you need to, talk, to your, talk to your situation about God. Enough of talking to God about your situation. Because God said, Bible said, he blessed us. And he said, be fruitful. Tell your situation that the word of God says, be fruitful. 
Verse 6, And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. There was an overflow. There was, it was, it was just too much to handle. Jesus, when Jesus steps into your boat, when he takes over your business, he commands, his presence commands blessings, commands breakthrough. But are you willing to give him your boat? Do you know that giving him your boat is for your own benefit? What did the next verse say? Verse 7 said, So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. When God enlarges your business, you will be a blessing to all those that are around you. They began to call the other fishermen to come and join them, to come and be a part of, a part of this fruitfulness. Because they alone, it was too much for them. That's what happens when Jesus gets into your boat. If you continue from verse 7. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Peter saw this, he fell down at Jesus' knee, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. When God gets into your boat, you'll be overwhelmed. When God gets into your boat, the breakthrough will be too much for you to handle. When God gets into your family, and God gets into your business, when God takes over your life, when God takes over your relationship, when God takes over whatever it is that you're doing, he, his presence will command blessings. There will be a turnaround. He will do beyond your expectations. He will do beyond what you can even imagine to ask to pray. But first of all, you must give him your boat. Just like you give him your life. When you give God your life, when you give Jesus your life, he turns it into something else. He restores you. You receive salvation. You enjoy the benefits of salvation. That is how it is also for you to give him whatever is in your hand. Give him that business you're struggling with. Give him whatever it is that you cannot handle. Even when you think you can handle it, give it to him so that he will be able to teach you how to better do it, so that he will be able to give you the right, the right ideas, the right strategies, and the right open doors. That is what it takes to allow Jesus to come into your business, to allow Jesus to come into your situation and to allow him to take over. And when Peter experienced this overflow, he just could not contain it. What did he do? He poured himself out onto the Lord. He said, Lord, he said, depart from me. If you read further, you'll find that Peter followed him. Peter left it all and followed him. Why? Because Peter knew that he was going to follow the source. He knew that following Christ meant that he was, always, he was already following fruitfulness. He was already in, in overflow. He was already walking in financial breakthrough. He was already walking in his destiny. Every time Jesus steps into your boat, every time Jesus steps into your situation, every time he comes into your home, something happens. This was not the only time. Turn with me to 2 Samuel. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, 2 Samuel chapter 6, verse 11 says, The ark of the Lord remained in the house of Obedidon. 
the Gittites three months. And the Lord blessed Obedidon and all his household. Verse 12 says, Now it was told King David, saying, The Lord had blessed the house of Obedidon and all that belongs to him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidon in, into the city of David with gladness. When God, when the ark of the Lord, when the presence of the Lord came into the house of Obedidon, something happened. Obedidon understood that the presence of God commands blessings. The presence of God opens doors. The presence of God will bring changes. Bible said the blessing was so much that it was noised all over the city. And it got to the king. The message got to the king that have you heard? David had abandoned the ark of God in the house of Obedidon because of what happened. But he now, he's now hearing a new testimony that because the ark is in the house of Obedidon, that, that, that house is Obedidon. God has blessed Obedidon, not only him, and all that belongs to him. David heard this, and David's, David also, you know David, David understood who God is. David went to bring the ark of the Lord because he wanted this blessing to come into the city of David. That is what happens when you give Jesus your home. Obedidon opened the, opened the doors of his heart to God. He accepted the ark. But when he accepted the ark, he did not treat the ark anyhow. He gave reverence to the presence of the Lord. He understood that the presence of God was in his life. Do you understand the Bible says you should be fruitful? Do you understand the Bible said, and God blessed them. God blessed you. God blessed us. Do you understand that it said, multiply, replenish the earth? That is the word that is pursuing us. That is the word that is hovering around us. That is the word that is hanging over us. But it's left for you to take it the way Obedidon took it when the ark of the Lord came into his home. There are a lot of scriptures that you will go through and you will find God doing extraordinary things. You find business breakthroughs, you find open doors. Finally, the, next, the last scripture we take is Genesis chapter 26, verse 1 and 2. In Genesis chapter 26, verses 1 and 2, God was talking to Isaac. Just like God is talking to some of us now. So that we don't run ahead of him. Because that's what usually happens. You just get up and you just go. Without waiting to know what God is saying. In Genesis chapter 26, there was, Bible said in verse 1, there was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech king of the Philistines of Gerar. Verse 2, Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land, and I will be with you. That's very important. Have you prayed? 
Have you talked to God concerning your business? What did you say to him? Divine instruction. There was famine in the land. When there is famine, the first response will be to do what? To up and leave. But God said to him, wait here. Has God asked you to wait here? And you, from all you can see, it's looking as though it's not going to work. Has God asked you to stay in that business? Has God asked you to study hard concerning that business? Has God asked you to be more diligent? Has God asked you to give him the business? He said to Isaac, he said, remain in this land, despite the famine. He said, I will be with you. And when I'm with you, what will I do? He said, I will bless you. For to you and your descendants, I will give this land. When God is asking you to wait, please wait. When you have prayed and you believe, hold on. Because Jesus has just stepped into your boat if you have given him. Because when we pray and we believe him and we hand over our businesses to him and we hand over our boat, our families, our children, we hand over our, our lives to him. He would do something with it. He would do something that would be so great that we would begin to call, call, we begin to call everyone to come and share in our testimony. Will you give Jesus your boat today? Will you hear this word and give him your boat? Will you ask him to step into your business? That business that is not working, that business that you have tried all that you can, you can, it's not working. Would you invite Jesus to take it over? In this time of coronavirus, would you invite Jesus to give you a new idea? Would you invite him to restore your business? Or are you joining everyone to declare that the business is dead because of coronavirus? Are you already killing your business with your mouth, with your voice, with your actions, with your fear? Or are you going to step out like Obedidon and welcome the ark of God into your home and trust that because his presence is with you that you're bound to increase and enlarge? Are you like Peter? going to say, yes, Lord, we have toyed all night. There was no, no catch, but at thy word, because you have said so, because I read it in the scriptures, because the word of God says so, I'm willing to try. I will, I will act in obedience. I will do what you want me to do. Are you going to do that? I can guarantee you that if you do that, Jesus will meet you at the point of your need. Because the 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9 that we read said, He became poor so that through his poverty we might be rich. What does, that, what does that mean to you? It means that you are rich in Christ Jesus. Do you even believe it? If he says you are rich, you are rich. Because the word of God is powerful on its own. The word of God, all the word of God needs is for me to believe it and to speak it. That's all. 
for me to acknowledge that this is the word of God and to obey it. And I will see the word of God working. Praise the Lord. At this particular moment, you can't give Jesus your boat without giving him your life. If you give him your life, you can't also not give him your boat. Because sometimes we give him our lives and we hold on to every other thing. Right? The word of God says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every other thing, every other thing shall be added to it. If you're listening to me right now, I invite you to give Jesus your life. If you give Jesus your life, it's just the beginning of great things. But you see, like every other thing in the Word of God, when you believe in your heart, you will have to confess it with your mouth. It is the voice that activates the Word. Until you confess Jesus with your mouth, you are not born again. Why not say after me? Because the Bible says, with the heart man believeth, but with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let us join faith together and invite Jesus into your life. And if you are out there, you have given your life to Christ, you have backslided, or you are still wandering, you can join and take this confession all over again and rededicate your life. Say, Lord Jesus, I have heard your word. And I'm here, I'm ready to give you my life, to give you my boat, to give you my all. Come into my life and take over my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord. Welcome me into your kingdom and give me eternal life. I receive you, Lord as my Lord and as my Savior. Thank you because I know you have accepted me. You have called me out of darkness into your marvelous light, and I'm in your light to shine. Blessed be your name in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If you have just made that confession, you have just given your life to Christ, and I welcome you into the body of Christ. And from now going forward, find a Bible-believing church. If we have an overcomers church near you, Please join us. We're a Bible-believing church built on the Word of God. And begin to study the Word of God because it's only the Word of God you know that will set you free so that you will know how to give Him your boat, so that you know how to give Him your future because He's the only one who knows the end from the beginning. We're going to pray. And we will take our prayers from 1 Chronicles 4, verses 9 to 10. This prayer was taken on Sunday, but the Holy Ghost had given me the same prayer. And I, I know that the word of God is true and the Holy Spirit is one. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 9. He said, And Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And his mother called him, called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in pain. Have you been given that name? Bitterness, pain, 
unsuccessful. The word of God is what is true. His Jabez's mother named him because of her experience. God does not name you because of your experience. He names you the way he sees you. And God always sees us as very good. But you see, Jabez was a man who understood that God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful. That was why he was able to come forward to say, no, yeah, she's my mother. She gave me this name, but I cannot live like this. Verse 10 says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel. Are you calling on the Lord? Are you ready to call upon the Lord? Because that is where to start from. Don't forget that this month is tagged help from above. And help from above means we have to call upon the name of the Lord. We're going to lift up our voice and we're going to call upon the name of the Lord. And you're going to say, my father, my father. You will say, I, will I have heard your word today. And your word said, you blessed me. You blessed us. And you declared fruitfulness upon us. Therefore, I call upon you, God of heaven. Because you are my Lord and you are my God. That wherever I have placed myself, whatever is holding me bound, I receive the word of God that sets me free. And I declare that I am blessed because the word of God said in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28 that you blessed me. And I am blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's look, let's, let's look at it. Let's look at what Jabez said. Next, Jabez said, he said, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. That's the prayer point that we just took. He understood that God had blessed mankind, had blessed us. Jabez was just speaking the word of God. When you come to God, you must speak his word, not your word. Because God honors his word. He wasn't being emotional. He was speaking the scriptures. He, was, he lifted the word of God to him and said, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. That is the call that you should, should make out to God and say, Lord, Oh, that you would bless me indeed. And what did Jabez say? Jabez said, and enlarge my territory. He said, cause me to increase. He said, cause me to multiply. Is that not what God said in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28? This was a man who understood it. A man who knew that God had already promised. He had already made provision. And that the word of God is true. And Jabez picked up God's word and began to apply it to his situation. Your business needs to be enlarged. Your business needs to be increased. Begin now to speak into your business and say, Oh God, let my business increase. Let my family increase. Let my destiny be enlarged. Let my walk with you. Let me grow in the knowledge of who you are. Oh Lord God, give me wisdom. Give me knowledge. Give me understanding. Take away from me every mental backwardness and cause my mind to open up, to begin to recognize that the word of God has pronounced me blessed and has declared me fruitful and is calling me to multiply. Enlarge my course. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Jabez was, did not take this prayer easy. He was serious about it. But the most important thing is that he was praying the will of God. He was praying the word of God. He wasn't praying his word. And what was the next thing that Jabez said? Jabez said, let your hand be with me. Sometimes we just want to wander away on our own. Proverbs 3, 5 says what? It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, leaning not on your own understanding. But in all my ways, I should acknowledge him to direct my path. Jabez said, let your hand be upon me. Lead me by your hand. You're going to lift up your voice and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Uphold me with your righteous right hand. Direct me with your hand. Let your hand lead me. Let your hand be upon me. Let your hand be upon my business. Turn around my circumstances. Turn around my family. Turn around that business. Lord, take it, take it and use it. Take it and expand it. Take it and enlarge it. Turn around my situation. Let your hand deliver me. Let your hand lift me out. Because you are the lifter up of the downtrodden. Ask that the hand of the Lord, the righteous right, right hand of the Lord, will lift you up above your equals. We elevate you and take you up to where God wants you to do, be. It is the hand of the Lord. He said to Moses, by my hand, have I delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt? God is the God that delivered by our hand. But are you asking that the hand of the Lord will uphold you? Or have you figured it out? Or do you have it all figured out? Jabez knew he was blessed. Jabez knew he was called to be fruitful. But Jabez did not want the hand of the Lord to leave him. And when the hand of the Lord is upon you, it means that you are continuously depending on the Lord. Open your voice and begin to talk to him. Ask him, Lord God, give me grace to trust you with all my heart. Give me the grace not to wander away on my own. Just like you said to Isaac, remain in this land and I will be with you. Be with me. Be with my family. Be with my business. Be with all that I am doing, Lord God. And cause me to prosper so that I will be a blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If God is going to go, why won't God bless you? God will bless you because God wants you to be a blessing. If God does not bless you, where is the, where is the resources for the kingdom? going to come from. God needs, he needs you. He needs, to put, he needs to put the resources in your hands so that you will use the resources to build, your, build the kingdom of God. And finally, what did Jabez say? He said that you would keep me from evil that I may not cause pain. I particularly like that prayer. Jesus prayed this prayer also for the disciples. I prayed for us. He said that you will keep them from the evil one. We're going to lift up our voice and we're going to say, My Father, my Father, my Father, my Father, according to your word, looking at the prayer that Jabez prayed, Father, that you will keep me from evil. You will keep my family from evil. You will keep my church family from evil. You will keep my nation from evil. In this time of pandemic, all that you will keep us from evil. You will keep the evil one away from us. You will deliver us from the hand of the evil one. You will deliver us from wrong decisions. You will deliver us from wrong associations. You will deliver us from wrong movements. You will deliver us not to be at the wrong place at the right time. All that you will deliver us from ourselves. You will deliver us from wrong company. You will deliver us 
from evil, from every evil that will bring us pain. Jabez said, anything that will cause me pain, any decision that will cause me pain, any, any challenge that will cause me pain, oh Lord, that you will deliver me. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God. Deliver us, deliver our church, deliver our nation, Nigeria. Deliver our nation, Nigeria, from evil. Deliver us from the wicked one. Deliver us from wrong decisions. Deliver us, King of glory. Deliver us from the evil one, from the evil hand. Deliver us from evil associations. Deliver us that this pain will stop, that it will not cause us pain, that it will not grieve us as a nation, that it will not grieve us as individuals, that it will not grieve us as a person. Deliver us so that our economy will be revived, our economy will be restored, so that we will be part of a business, so that our businesses will grow, so that there will be employment, so that our young ones will find jobs, so that fathers will be able to provide for their families, so that mothers will be, mothers will be able to also manage their homes, so that we will be blessings to one another. Father, deliver us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Mark eleven twenty two says, have faith in God. That's just what I say, have faith in God. And Jesus said, when you pray, he said, believe. He said, if you say to this mountain, he said, be removed and be cast into the sea and you do not doubt in your heart, you shall have what you say. I want you to prophesy into your life. Prophesy into your business. Lift up your voice and begin to speak. You are the only one that knows what you want. Begin to prophesy. Say to yourself, I am blessed because God has blessed me. I am fruitful because he has declared me fruitful. I will multiply. I will increase. My business will be enlarged. The Lord is taking me to places. He's taking me to nations. The Lord is enlarging my coast. He's enlarging my territory. My children will excel. My church will be blessed souls will come into the kingdom my nation is healed my nation is restored lift up your voice and begin to prophesy because that is what the word of God says in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I believe you will continue this prayer even in your homes you will continue the prayer where you are learn to prophesy learn to speak God's word speak it in faith speak it believing if there is one thing I know, the word of God never returns void. Our Father in the Lord, we'll always declare him Lord, we'll not close any broadcast without declaring that we are overcomers, because that's who we are. As a church, we are overcomers church, we are overcomers, we have overcome. We have overcome principalities, we have overcome powers. We have overcome spiritual wickedness in high places. We have truly overcome. By the power in the name of Jesus Christ and the word of our testimony, which is our declaration that Jesus Christ is Lord. We pray you have been blessed by the word of God you received today. For prayers or counseling, our doors are always open. We invite you to worship with us at the Overcomers Church World Outreach. For more information on our service times and locations, please visit our website, www.overcomersgrace.org. We look forward to seeing you at our next service. God bless you in Jesus' name.